woman. In the story, we see that when the wine ran out, the mother of Jesus says to Jesus, they have no more wine. And Jesus says to her, woman, what does this have to do with me? Now, one of the things that's so easy to forget about each other, even about people in the story of the Bible, is that people have mothers. We look at Jesus and we forget sometimes that he had a mother. And I want you to see in this story that, as it was in your case perhaps, it was in my case, mother played a crucial role in shaping his life, his virtues, his image, his habits. Mothers do that for their children. Jesus had a mother who brought him up in the grace and truth of God's Word. I hope and pray that you have a mother like that. I thank God that I do. I thank God that my kids do. And just in case some of you didn't, let me assure you that there are some godly women here who would happily serve as a spiritual mother for you and show you that same grace and truth. But the thing I want you to see here is that Jesus has a mother. Now, why, why is that important? He has a mother who has encouraged him and shaped him and prepared him for this moment of his life. When Jesus was 30 years old, he and his mother still had a good relationship, a good healthy relationship. And in this story, we see mother and son kind of working out the kinks of their relationship. Okay? Mary sees that there's no more wine and she tells Jesus about it. Now, if you're a son who's ever dealt with a mother, then you know what she meant when she said they have no more wine. She didn't really mean they have no more wine. She meant you need to do something about this. She might have even implied that they have no more wine because you brought all of these disciples with you and we didn't expect them to be here and they drink a lot. Okay? So we don't really know, but Jesus sort of pushes back. He takes it and then He kind of pushes back on her. Keep in mind, Jesus is no longer a boy. He is a man. And furthermore, He is the God-man who is on mission to save the world. He has bigger concerns on His mind than they have no more wine. And He lets her know in only a way that a son can. So all of you mothers who have a son, know what it feels like to have your son answer something like this. What in the world does that have to do with me? I've got my own time schedule. I mean, what are you trying to do here? Okay? He says, woman, what does this have to do with me? Mary sees this as a chance for him to show who he is and what he can do. But Jesus is pushing back and saying, hey, this isn't on my timetable. I'm just here for the wedding. I've got other things to do later on. And just like a good mother, she completely ignores him and responds, whatever. Actually, she tells the servants, do whatever he tells you. But it's just like saying, whatever, son. Now, mothers, this is for you. If you don't remember anything else, remember this. There is no better advice, counsel, or instruction under heaven that you can give your sons and daughters than this. Do whatever Jesus tells you. If you don't tell your kids anything else, tell them that. And you might say, well, 
the, Mary told that to the servants in the story. Well, treat your kids like servants. That's what we do in my house. <laughs> and then tell them, do whatever Jesus tells you. Now, a lot of ink has been spilled on why Jesus called his mother woman instead of mother. And most commentators agree that it sounds rude to our ears, doesn't it? It sounds rude to our ears. But apparently it did not sound rude to Mary's ears. She just took it all in stride. But why would he call her mother, uh, woman instead of mother? Why would he call her woman instead of mother? Now here's where I want you to brace yourselves. Okay, Take a deep breath. Dial in. Are you ready for this? Dr. Michael Reeves, professor of theology at Union School of Theology, points out that in John's Gospel, when Jesus calls his mother woman, this might be, this might be his way of echoing God's promise from Genesis 3.15. In other words, he might be hinting to her, woman, I'm the dragon slayer. I'm the seed of woman. I've come to crush the serpent. Now, if you're not convinced by that, hang with me a minute. Later on in John's Gospel, when Jesus is hanging on the cross, He looks out and He sees His mother. He sees the disciple whom He loves. And He says to His mother, Woman, look at your son. Now, why would He say that? Why would He say that? She knew what He had come into the world to do. She knew that someday His hour would come. She's been nudging Him along. She's His number one fan. She's the best cheerleader. She's the one wanting Him to accomplish all these things. And in the moment when it looks like He's not accomplished any of those things, in that moment, He says, Woman, look at your son. Look at your seed. The promise is fulfilled. Watch me crush the serpent. From the Garden of Eden to the Garden Tomb, every man and woman in God's community had watched and waited and wept for the seed of woman to come. They were seeking the Savior of the world even with tears. And so after His resurrection from the dead, Jesus encounters a friend named Mary. And He says, Woman, why are you weeping? Whom do you seek? From Jesus' point of view, the search is over. The seed of woman has come and slain the dragon. So there is no more need to watch or wait or weep. And Jesus obviously had a much clearer perspective on these things than we realize. At one point in His ministry, He explains, when a woman is giving birth, she has sorrow because her hour has come, but when she has delivered the baby, she no longer remembers the anguish for joy that a man has been born into the world. Now that is true in a general biological sense, but it is more true in a special theological sense. Now that the woman's hour has come, now that the God-man has been born into the world, now that the seed of woman is here, 
the woman may forget her anguish and her pain. Why? For she will be delivered by the dragon slayer whom she delivered. No woman in the history of the world understood this better than the woman who gave birth to the Word made flesh, the God-man whom she washed with water and nursed with milk when he was just a baby. Woman, what does this have to do with me? To which she might have said, Everything, son, 